Okay, so as you decide to head back down the stairs, the short stairs, because it's not yeah, much yeah, difference yeah. between the top floor and the entrance to the bridge, uh, Capella, I'm going to say that your swords okay. begin to fade, they begin uh. to flicker, and with a brief kind of flutter of energy, they are gone. Okay. Well, that was useless. So one of your wishes has now been extended, uh, expended. Sorry, thank you, darling. Ooh, uh, extended. Oh, extended. <laughs> oh, that's, that's very different. <laughs> um, however, uh, da, 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 I would say it was more the act of the slashing and the hacking and the cutting, which kind sure. of burnt it out. I think uh, it was a slow burn you got as much mm. out of it. Um, Can I turn like my scanner screen all the way up or something so that it's just <laughs> like like, <laughs> like, a, like a mobile phone just like You know what? Up. Yes, you absolutely can. I'm going to say that um, by maxing out the luminosity of the screen, uh, you have destroyed your retinas. And, um, I have extras, it's fine. But yes, there is now a harsh electronic blue glow coming from your device. That's good. My which you are going to hold up like a torch. Yeah. Uh, I can't look at the scanner, obviously, while I'm using yeah. it as a torch. Capella, I would, however, like you to take a, I'm going to say, uh, a power check. Right. So it can be either strength or will. Well, it's going to be strength. Okay. Uh, wait, what's, the, what's this? Just this is to time. resist the negative effect of, of, wish of your wish running out. Yes. Three. Grand, he said, putting down his coffee. Um, I'm going to say that you uh, you feel a bit dizzy Ooh. and uh, a tiny bit nauseous. So you will be, be fine. Fun, uh, you'll be fine in a few uh, moments, but you're going to need a bit of just. Okay, okay. So, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to take this opportunity to touch very loudly, <laughs> roll my eyes, all of them, and <laughs> four of them yeah. in like a Mexican way. Yeah, yeah, and just be like, oh god, this. Idiot woman keeps doing this. Just... We love having you around, Retty. <laughs> okay, I'm. <laughs> okay, you have made it back down to the main corridor on the top floor. I guess you want to uh, Capella, oh, yeah, you are Capella. You are temporarily uh, out of it. You're just leaning against a wall. Uh, Lynette, Ritua, what are you going to do? Well, um, where do you think the Eva suits are likely <laughs> to be? Uh, or near the airlock, I suppose. So okay, that would be towards. The rear of the, the ship. The rear, yeah. So, so roughly where we are now, like yeah, to the yeah, left and right where we are. There. So yeah. I'd say let's start with one of these doors and work okay. our way down. Um, well, while he's retching in the corner, <laughs> rather, while she is retching in the corner, rather. So apologies for misgendering you there. Sorry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to look at the door immediately on my right. Okay. So uh, the doors, uh, as with most ships, are actually metal in nature, the interior doors, uh, fitted into the uh, kind of hewn shape mm -hmm. of the wooden body. Uh, so, um, as with the doors up at the top, uh, the cargo hold, you can, came yeah, in Can through. these doors open with no power? They are, well, they are busted, uh, immediately looking up at them. Uh, you, I would say you immediately assess that... It might be possible to get them working again, mm -hmm. based on the past evidence of the cargo hold. It might just as easily be possible to kind of force them open. Mm. 
Well, the weight, yeah. I mean, if there was power, it would just retract the doors. So there mm -hmm. perhaps is a way that we can just manually retract the doors. Yeah, that's a good point. They are kind of like uh, Star yeah. Trek-y kind of schwip, schwip yeah. kind of. So uh, if we can access the cogs and whatever, that sort of pull them. Yeah. Okay, so can you get into the... If I if I hold my giant mobile phone scanner <laughs> over your over your head, can you like? Well, can I? Can I? Um, <laughs> dubby dubby dub. You know what? I would like uh, an inspiration Ooh, okay. check. Thinking outside the box. Yeah. Sit down for a cup of tea. Yeah, you're, you're currently drinking tea. <laughs> uh, actually, could both of you take uh, an inspiration okay. check, please? Okay. That's I, don't, I don't think we would sit down and have a cup of tea. Not yet, now. So Zero. One. <laughs> I, I bash my head against the wall instead. Uh, you have. Yeah, and I went cross-eyed when I was like. Nothing, and you. So the two of you, the two greatest minds on the ship, have <laughs> sat down. Um, I you, take this point to tut very loudly. <laughs> <laughs> you tut in between vomiting. Yeah. I graze your intelligence now, Retty. So you can't think of anything smart. You can't think of anything particularly uh, unique and inspirational to open the door. Uh, so. You you figure that the only uh, the only way you, is to tinker away okay. with the controls, basically. I want to bash it. So uh, <laughs> I would bash it. You can be me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So once again, uh, uh, Lynette, I would like a knowledge check, okay. please. Right. And is this mechanical? Uh, yes. So you have a bonus. Yeah. Enjoy your bonus. Ooh, hey. six. Grand. Well, I will tell you that, uh, yes, after a few kind of frustrated minutes, uh, occasionally like a little, oh, ow, you know, as a little <laughs> spark goes off, you are able to open hey. the doors. So with that horrible wrenching sound that is becoming all too familiar, the sound of kind of snarled gears and mm. not happy mechanical workings, the doors creak open and it's a screeching it's not a nice noise so these two uh doors begin to uh, shudder open a crack appears in the middle uh one of them immediately stops there's a brief hiss of of of, of uh, something electrical burning out a puff of smoke that side of the door is busted but the other side keeps on creaking and comes to a stop so the door is not fully open but it is enough for you to get inside. Okay, and will, it is just as dark inside. I will shine my makeshift torch in. You shine your torch in through the crack. Do you kind of like uh, just have a look as yeah, well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. There's not much point otherwise. Uh, you <laughs> cast it around the room and you can see that this is a utility room. So okay. not living quarters. And as you rightly suspected, it is full of field gear and equipment EVA and suits. various yes EVA suits and useful things like just any ship of this nature would have. The air is thick. It is musty. Like, mm. it doesn't smell, uh, not on an order of magnitude worse than what you're currently with, but just mm. you know that this place has not been open for a while. Mm. So it doesn't feel quite as sickly as the bridge, but it just feels like, oh, God, you know, like, oh, that's not Can nice. Can you do, like, some sort of poke to see if there's a film in this room as well? Which we poke with. Well, there wasn't any kind of milky. Ah, uh, yes, I should point out you've not. There's no nothing visual. Okay. So I think yeah. no. So as far as you go, you have unimpeded access to. Oh, cool. All right. Okay. Oh, so up. yeah. So are there three EVA suits uh, that would fit us? Firstly, I would say, but Capella, you join them at the door. Okay. And you are free. Yeah, but I would like you all to uh, actually have a little look around the room. So okay. you notice that there are various workbenches against uh, the walls. Um, there are a couple of lockers. Uh, it's kind of like designed in that naval way where mm. there's... Uh, everything's built into something. Everything mm. is built into something. Everything is bolted 
down in the event of the ship rocking or rolling. And of course, the ship is itself still listing at that odd angle. Uh, you can see that um, uh, boxes have fallen over in the crash. Uh, the room is pretty shaken up. But there are indeed uh, kind of capsules on the wall, kind of like vertical cylinders where Eva suits would be stored. Mm-hmm. Ah. So you cannot see inside them at present, but they are... Uh, there's clearly, I would say, five in this one. You get the impression that there might be other rooms like this, maybe on the other side mm-hmm. of the ship as well. Okay, in which case, um, I'll do a... Can I... I'll pull my scanner down so it's no longer acting as a torch, I guess, and, and do a quick check for any active electricals in the area. Okay. Um, your um, attention is drawn to uh, the workbench mm-hmm. on the side. Uh, you can see that there is a small kind of desk-based kind of welding, soldering, just general kind of electrical maintenance kit of a high-end nature for this kind of future tech Mm -hmm. we're dealing with. Um, You pick up the equipment, uh, this kind of weird omni-tool that you've seen many a time before. However, you're instantly, uh, you recoil slightly because as you pick up this tool with a a kind of cable Mm -hmm. running off it, the cable... Uh, kind of cracks and snaps. What should be flexible instead is coated in a film going all the way along the length of what should be like a rubber cable. And you can see that however long the ship has been here, it is becoming encased in this film and you simply moving it has caused it to shatter. Oh, okay. And on closer inspection, you see that the other tools on this work surface are covered in a similar film. Unless they are safely in capsules. If they're in the capsules, the film might be over the capsules. Can I I go have a look at the capsules? You do, and as you go over to the capsules, you'll see of the five, one is open. Right. The door servers have broken, so what you thought was shut is actually just loose. Ah, It's just swinging loose, and you can see there is nothing inside it. Right. The second one has an EVA suit inside it but on closer inspection you can tell that that same film it's thin can't be more than a couple of millimeters and it's translucent ever so slightly milky you can see why you didn't notice it to begin with Mm. but it appears to be coating most surfaces in the ring yeah and it's hard it has a kind of brittle plasticky kind of nature to it but that's on the outside of the capsule yes outside of the capsule might be sealed no you kind of like i want to say you can uh you can kind of like uh you pick up a bit of metal, you kind of like scrape, scrape away at the surface of the little window in it. You can see that there does appear to be an Eva suit inside. Okay. And is that true for the remaining three as well? Um, of the four remaining... Yeah, sorry. Of the four there, you can see that three of them have apparently Eva suits inside. Mm-hmm. The fourth, you cannot see in through the glass. It is ex- uh, obscured by that same milky... Covering. So something's growing in there, like whatever was growing in the bridge. Can I get a close-up scan of some of this film? You can indeed. Uh, um, how do you want to go about this? Is uh, this something is you're comfortable? Biological. Is this something you're happy? Uh, maybe, should we say that maybe there is a little, uh, Im- like a little input tray in the yeah, device? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I basically sample. want its chemical composition. Okay, um, yeah. I'm going to say that um, uh, yes. Uh, um, I have to ask, how do you want to collect it? Uh, using Capella's hands. <laughs> <laughs> well, I see how it is. Well, I found a bit of metal earlier to scrape away at the... So shall we, ju- shall yeah, we just say that it's maybe 
uh, not something you're entirely comfortable touching. Oh, definitely. Shall we say? Yeah. yeah. So okay. That's why you got me. So <laughs> this stuff is hard. Yeah. Uh, it it kind of has a consistency of um, kind of hardened caramel. It cracks and kind of mm-hmm. crumbles as you move it. Compared to the film you saw up on the bridge, this is much less moist. Mm-hmm. The stuff on the bridge still had a a resilient kind of like yeah certain elasticity to it this is definitely plasticized so you're able to kind of shave a few well rather capella is able to shave (laughs) of it into your scanner which begins to work Mm -hmm. it's performing its function however it is having a hard time processing this what it can tell you is that there is quite clearly protein in there it is quite clearly of the organic building materials of life However, there is a lot of data mm. coming in. It is almost flooding your systems with it. Okay, well, let's try narrowing it down then. If it's, um, if it's a type of protein, it's carbon-based, is there a recognisable like amino acids or something? You, uh, you are seeing elements of uh, humanic species you've mm. encountered. Uh, it clears to have elements of human protein. In it, at the same time, it appears to. Ha- at the same time, it appears to have everything from beasts of burden to uh, plant life in there. It is seeming. It seems to be kind of ticking boxes in all manner of different. It's too. It's, is there is there DNA? Like, is there? A, can I find a molecule that's recognisable as DNA in there? There is. You can just about see fragments of DNA, but given the nature of the extraverse, that's not as conclusive as you would have hoped. Uh, We may just have to file this under biological mystery for the time being. Mm -hmm. It is clearly organic in nature, proteinous even. But it's not going to be fixed by chucking vinegar at it, basically. (laughs) Uh, It's an interesting point, actually. I mean, it might be possible to compromise the... I mean, based on your knowledge of Biology. Yeah. It's entirely possible that this proteinous structure could be destabilized in some way. Because, yeah, I mean, if it's, that's what I was thinking, it's like if it's a brittle thing and it happens to be like it's calcium carbonate or something, then that's easy enough to clean off anything. We just mm-hmm. find some acid, <laughs> find something acidic and chuck it on. Yeah. If it's, if it's protein goo, that's tougher, that's harder to break down with something easy. Like acid will work eventually, but we didn't bring any. <laughs> Do you want to see if anything catches your eye in the room that we haven't already seen? Uh, sure, I'd like to have a look at the lockers, see if they're open. Grand. Um, you uh, work your way along the lockers. Um, again, uh, they are affected by the same problem that affects most of the surfaces in the room. It is covered in this thin uh, kind of crust, if you will. Um, you kind of jimmy the locks on a couple. Um, they're not budging. You could possibly batter the thing to pieces but you almost wonder if it's worth it uh you find one which is open and inside you find the standard personal effects that might belong to any uh long-serving crew member a few photos of loved ones um kind of faded and of a horrible tea color kind of like a sickly nature to them almost if a kind of rot has kind of Mm -hmm. set in across them and, but I will say that you find, um, uh, I say you find a few batteries, uh, a few batteries which appear to be functional. Cool. Do you recognise like the species or the, the culture 
any of the mm, of pictures. Oh, I was going to ask if there's any sort of identification as well of whoever's possessions, like dog tags or name badge or something. Uh, can we take... Uh, could you please, uh, Lynette, give me a knowledge check? Okay. Uh, one. <laughs> <laughs> um, you are able to tell the person... The people in the photo are humanic in okay. nature. Um, they could be anyone. They could be you. They could be, you know, anyone trying to find yeah. their life in the extraverse. Okay. Okay. So you're faced with these three cylinders mm. containing uh, Eva Sooks and a fourth, which mm. is milky behind the glass. I don't like the idea of opening that one at all. Well, no, I mean, I'm... So I'd like to make a, a wild assumption here, and I, John can tell me if I'm wrong, but this stuff seems dead. Like, the stuff upstairs seemed like it was still yes, it doing was something. And clearly, whatever this substance is, it needs a high humidity to keep itself mm. functioning. Mm. Whereas this stuff seems like it's dried out, it's dead. So we're yeah. probably safe in like cracking up open the Eva suits. Except here. that that's milky. Well, we probably need to ignore that one. That one might still be damp. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, like, inside yeah. there might still be damp enough but for the, the stuff to like. Okay. If we crack open the two that aren't, mm. it's dry and dead, so it shouldn't grow or cover anything else we should be able to get the stuff out and be fine yeah. but that does mean we only have two eva suits is it only two or is it three, three. no sorry there were three. Oh, wait, there are three that are yeah. milky yeah. all right okay. one was empty three had suits in the fourth is all milky yeah i say we don't touch that one no that's that, one's, that one's full of goo i couldn't agree more it's probably full of a person full of goo so yeah. let's just ignore it <laughs> how, how hard uh, can we open these uh you can it's gonna require cracking that shell um Based on the fact that uh, Rituar was able to pick up a cable and shatter it merely by right. moving it. It seems like it. it's basically just not flexible, like if we mm. can make it move. Essentially, yeah. I would say that uh, there are many options at your disposal. Um, everything from hitting it with something metallic, mm-hmm. uh, hard, or using a wish. Although, frankly, it's probably not worth no. a wish. Getting these open. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. Just let's, hit it with a wrench. <laughs> let's smack all the stuff off the outside and, and yeah. endeavour to open the capsules. Okay. Grant. Yeah. I'll give it a bash. Okay, so um, I'm going to say that you start on one as kind of a tentative. Mm-hmm. So uh, you I'm ra- still using my scanner as a torch here as well. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> yeah, it's still dark, isn't so it? you raise your wrench high mm-hmm. and you bring it down and you're suddenly very aware of the silence of this ship and the kind of damp tomb-like nature of what you've walked into, and you bring it down hard mm-hmm. on the shell, kind of near the seam, obviously. You're trying to crack that crust, and it's like a mighty clang, and instantly you're awarded by fragments of this shell kind of cracking off it. Okay. It's going to require a couple more hits, so you raise that wrench high again, bang, a bit more cracks off, and a final one sees you safe. So mm. I would say enough of the shell has cracked loose where you are able to pry open the door to this Eva suit container. Mm-hmm. And inside, you're treated to a rush of fresh air Ooh. such oh, that you I haven't experienced for a while. Mm. It was sealed. And inside is a rather pristine-looking Eva suit. Cool. Okay. Nice. Well, you put that yeah. on then. You sure? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so um, they're gonna fit you. Well, that's the thing. I'm actually I'm I'm taller than yeah. everyone else. Maybe we only need so... to get the helmet filtration, though. Yeah. Yeah, so... I mean, we don't actually need a pressure suit, do we? We just need. No. Can equipment. you tell us whether they would work independently as just a helmet, as uh, in to filter our air? I can certainly do a check and 
You know what? I, I'm I'm going to say that you uh, you just say that. Yeah, as you are not dealing with the pressures and ravages of extraversal mm-hmm. walking, then yes, if you can create a nice enough seal around the neck and have the backpack as well, mm-hmm. it would absolutely work. We could adapt it. Okay. Okay. So uh, work on the next capsule. Yeah, I was going to say like uh, you've had an acid test. One of them's worked. Mm-hmm. So we just do it for the other yeah. two. Yeah, you two gonna just yeah. go. Hey, I'll, um, I'll gonna stab it with my spear. Bottom my spear a few times. Grand. Yep. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll just find a tool lying on a table if there is such a thing and just bash it away. Or no, I'll borrow the tool yeah, you, you used. Yeah, mine. Yeah. Okay, fine. So I'm going to say that Lynette is already climbing into a suit, and yeah, it does feel pretty clean. Which is nice. So mm-hmm. everything's. So you're going full suit. I'll go full suit. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to say that um, uh, Ratua, mm-hmm. you are able to kind of jam the tip of your spear yeah. into the cracks. So you're taking a slightly different approach. So by levering it, putting yeah. your superior kind of forearm mm-hmm. power behind it, you're able to wrench it open, and in one big kind of Poof. crumble, this stuff just falls mm-hmm. down and kicks up a load of dust and grime into the air as as you're doing Mm -hmm. it. Okay, uh, so uh, you begin the process of jamming uh, helmet onto your head. I'll tuck my extra eyes back (laughs) a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, you bend it back and go... (laughs) And uh, Lynette, you're going to help Rotuar kind of adapt that. So I'm... Capella, that leaves you. Mm -hmm. And have you raised something metal or like... I've just borrowed Lynette's wrench that she used to break open her capsule. Okay, great. And do you bring it down to... Smash it in the same way Lynette did. Yeah. Okay, so you raise it high above your head and bring the wrench down with a clang on the side of the final container. Mm. As you do so, you hit it once, you raise it high, and as you raise it high... You hear a clang. Where, 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 where? Is it sound distant? You inks, the three of you, yeah. having become so accustomed to the sound of your own heartbeat, to the sound of your own footfall and, and voices, immediately freeze. Yeah. You all turn <laughs> to, to look at Capella, who's just kind of frozen with a wrench above her head, like, huh? <laughs> you hear another clang. Someone and the three of you realise it's coming from the final Eva suit tube. I told you there was something squishy in there. <laughs> okay, I immediately use a wish to generate um, two sort of armour sleeve things that will uh, massively augment my arm strength around my arms. That's the first, just the yeah. first thing I think. Well, as opposed to your arm strength around your legs. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want any greater arm strength in my legs. So uh, visually, uh, can you? how badass does this look right now? <laughs> Let me tell you, John, it looks incredibly <laughs> badass, right? <laughs> so it's sort of like plates of floating gold armour that, ex- that, that make the arms themselves look bigger. And are some of the bits rotating slowly? Yes. <laughs> and they, and they have, Lynette yeah. remarks upon how badass he looks. Yeah, it sort of forms to, like a sort of collar. And you know the thing that the um, Green Ranger wears in Power Rangers? Yes. It forms like that around the torso. Oh, nice. And then two arm bits that form sort of huge oversized fists that look like Hellboy's fist. Nice. At the end. Okay, like so... Uh, I'm going to kind of just hurriedly work on sealing everything in. If, yeah. like, if he's going to do something stupid, I want good air. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and obviously I'm going to say that that is a Second wish activated as a mm-hmm. as a slow burn, Which shall I we done. say? Yeah. Uh, and Ratua, you because you are aware of conserving energy. Now that uh, yeah. Capella's 
armor innately gives off a slight glow. Yeah, I will turn my brightness you down. You turn your again. brightness down. <laughs> yeah, I'm now glowing the room. So the three, uh, so uh, the two of you are in suits. Uh, Capella, you have yet to have the opportunity to, but you're aware that the clanging is now becoming more frantic and kind of, while you cannot see inside, but you know the dimensions of it are a human sized. You would not, you, you are imagining a fist kind of banging on the interior. I think you should get your helmet on at least before we yeah. do anything. Okay, so prior, that thing's gonna but I now have increased strength. So with that, I rip open. I'm going to say you have absolutely no effort in driving an, uh, an energy hand into the metal, crumpling it like a can and ripping it apart. <laughs> And donning a helmet. I'm yeah. going to say you have no problem with that at all. Great. You probably have to try hard not to put the helmet on without crushing your own skull. Yeah, I'll sort of put <laughs> my hands free of the yeah. big hands. Yeah. Do that and then put my hands back into the energy hands again. And as if you had any doubt, uh, Rutua, your scanner, which of course was always uh, sensitive to the distress beacon mm-hmm. you were receiving to begin with, immediately flares up and this kind of uh, distant sense you had that there was life on the ship mm-hmm is now utterly confirmed. There is something very much alive in that tube, which wasn't registering as such a few Thanks. minutes ago. What do we do, guys? Well, I think we have to open it. I mean, we can't walk away. We can't open it, necessarily. Is, it's, is it in the process of getting out? We've got helmets on. Yeah. But what, you mean, yeah, we well, think we should try and free whatever is in there? Yeah. I would like to say that while you are debating this, this banging is still <laughs> yeah. going on, uh, increasing in violence I mean, you know, and frequency. You, well, can I, can, I can be pointing my pistol. Yeah. You can have your spear yeah. ready. Okay. If you can rip it open, we can attack anything if it comes for us. Okay. Okay. And we've all got breathing gear, so... Yeah. I like the idea that, uh, that I wasn't up for this, but you taught me... <laughs> despite being the strongest in the room, you taught me around doing this, okay? All right, I'm going to... I'm gonna, I'll put my scanner, like, I don't know, back in a pouch or something, whatever it is, so I've got both hands on my yeah. spear. You're, you're your gun on the capture. Yeah, I've got my gun. Pointing. Your planning is suddenly disrupted by the banging stopping. Oh, and okay. instead you hear a hissing noise, such as uh, a pneumatic-powered door venting. Ooh. Is it the door behind us? Everybody take... Uh, I'm going to say everybody take a strategy check. It's terrifying. Right, okay. Got one. Three. One. One. Two. Uh, what are your scores, sorry? One. One. Two. Okay. Um, before you have time to react, the Eva tube cracks open uh, and a body comes flying out. You barely have time to process it. It's happening so quickly, but you can just about make out it is human, humanic, appears to be human. Uh, but right now it's just a blur of kind of um, flesh, and it leaps upon Lynette. And you are knocked backwards Mm -hmm. off your feet. So I would uh, immediately like you to take a strength check. Okay. (laughs) One. One die of strength. One. So weak. Okay, I you take three uh, damage. Help me, help me. As you hit the floor on your back. Actually, what I'll do. Mm. <laughs> okay, you take three damage and the air is knocked from your lungs. Okay. And you become a bit dazed. Um uh, da, 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 uh da, 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 sorry, Capella. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you whirl on the spot and you can see that Lynette is pinned to the ground by a pale, a very pale looking human, mm-hmm. humanic individual who appears to be wearing utterly unremarkable traveling clothing. They look just like a normal person, but their actions are frenzied. Right. Most disturbingly of all, they are moaning, right. but it continues to batter Lynette with its arms. Thankfully, due to the suit you're wearing, aside from the initial shock of being thrown backwards mm. off your feet, you're not taking too much damage mm. at the moment. So you can see your crew member and friend being beset by this deranged looking individual. What do you do? Um, my immediate reaction would be to grab him with one of my large, oversized energy hands and try to rip him off Lynette's body and trying to slam him against a wall to sort of hold him. Like, not not specifically to do any damage, just to sort of stop him. And with the added strength and size of the hands that I've created, I would argue that's possible. You know what? I'm going to allow that. Thank Actually, you. I, I think with um, this fist, uh, with its exaggerated size, is pretty much the size of this poor person's torso. Yeah. And you're able to just lift them off uh, Lynette as if they were nothing and as you described you slam them back into the wall mm. uh, just hold them there. yeah and your hand is kind of pinning the mm. torso to the wall yeah. okay um Ritua mm. this has all happened so fast you've barely had time to process it but uh, what I'm not quick <laughs> <laughs> but you're not quick but I would like you however to take uh, an intelligence check such as it is as I said I'm not quick <laughs> you're quick but you're smart Two. Two. You uh, immediately cry out and uh, kind of like a warning mm. to uh, Capella. You're saying, you know, no, be careful. Mm. Be careful. Because with your medical training, with your scientific training, you can see that this person is clearly not that much of a danger mm. to you. Uh, okay. Um, and you can also see as you all gain, regain your senses, as you kind of like your heart rates begin to... Slower. Slower? (laughs) Lower, sorry. You can see that this person pinned to the wall looks terrible. Their skin, kind of pale to begin with, is practically bloodless. They are, to your real distress, caked in what looks almost like a slime, which is coating their body. Their hair is damp and plastered to their skin. Their clothing appears to have be in an advanced state of rot and their cheeks are sunken. Worst of all, perhaps, are the yellowing of the eyes and the incredibly emaciated body. This person is barely alive. They are practically a skeleton. And not very strong. And they are currently twitching against your grip with the force of you, even as gently as you could, given the circumstances, slamming them against the wall to protect your friend you get the impression they may be injured, possibly beyond repair. Right. And I would say you are only partially responsible for this. They were, pra- <laughs> they were, practic- they were practically dead on their feet to begin with.